welcome podcast listeners you are now inside the geek sweat podcast it's another podcast with a filmmaking twist just for you we We watch watch films to to save save you hassle and we will be bringing you hot topics in the film industry inspiration interviews review sweat and trailer talk as well as cult tv perspectives sharing the frame with me today are akosh hi kingdom hello mkh good day and myself and we are sound recorded today by ete hi guys between your ears and our voices we take this opportunity to make the most of our podcast technology and we are broadcasting and publishing on castbox the podcast which is the leading global spoken audio platform with pioneering in audio search engines also it's an award-winning platform and it's the nice orange hexagonal icon with the white icons up and down you can listen to your david tennants your joe rogans and even your peter crouches and hopefully you'll get around to listening to us as well as one of the many millions of hours of podcast episodes available to you today we're here to talk about trailer talk but before we get into that, MKH wants to talk about our refreshments. Yes, um, I've got an announcement to, for all the listeners out there. Yeah. I've been invited on, well, back onto the podcast after a very long hiatus. And I've been welcomed with um, my my co-hosts eating pizza in my face while I've been offered nothing but dry biscuits. Not yeah. even any beverages. You offered your biscuits which you don't wanted. Yeah, Biscuits while you're eating creamy pizzas in my face of course you can eat something how's this the welcome back if this you don't not, want to eat pizza you can eat anything this else is not, akash this is the beginning of lactose intolerant lives matter <laughs> mkh it's, what's going on well, just, what are we doing wrong for you and how can we make it better how how hard you are G? I, I, don't, I just feel really triggered right now and <laughs> i just wish that you guys <laughs> would actually address me how i identify can someone pour this guy a glass of wine? Yeah, who, who's, closest to, the, who's closest yeah. to the wine? Please, someone, please. Yeah, King Dom, you're, you're closest to the bottle right now. So I think yeah. it'll have to be you on Wine Bottle Duty. So, or how about a wine and milk cocktail? See, <laughs> did you see what I have to put up with? Such bullying. But what, what goes wrong in a lactose intolerant life? Like, you, you what, drink, what, what are the prejudices that you face on a daily basis? Well, being offered pizza, first of all. Coffees as well. Yeah. That, that's really harsh. Well, you don't it, have to drink a coffee with milk. You can eat something with something else. No, wait, wait, wait. But even even when it's someone's birthday, I'm yeah. always offered chocolate yeah. out of the um the the, the, the what, what, what's the what's the chocolate brand? Lint. No. Cadbury's. The, the the box that opens up at the top. I don't even know what they're called. The, uh, Ferrero Rocher. No. Uh, Cadbury cream cream egg. Kid, no. No. Kinder surprise. What's, what's the celebration box of chocolates? Oh, celebration. Oh, celebration. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. know what they were called. But yeah. <laughs> so I, being I, lactose <laughs> intolerant means you can't read as well. Yeah. Eat the dark chocolate. Now you've brought up my second weakness. <laughs> Illiteracy. Thank you for that. See, I'm getting bullied and I just wish I was taken more seriously on I, this podcast as a podcaster and a contributor to your okay. platform. What message have you got for maybe cinephiles, cinema goers and cinemas themselves to accommodate the lactose intolerant population? What could we do better? I think that all cinemas should switch to veganism 
That that would be a lovely choice. Okay. And you'll be helping the planet as well if you switch to veganism. Well, the hot dogs are made out of pigs. Yeah. And we all know that pig and hot dog production um, uses a lot of, um, it emits a lot of carbon emissions. Really? From the factories, yeah. And why? why, why I think it's pretty disrespectful to be eating hot dogs after the success of that film, Babe. As well, that's like a real slap in the face. Isn't Do you it? think they sold hot dogs during showings of Babe? No, I but mean, everyone be weird. But everyone yeah. knew that Babe got killed after they shot and cut at the end of uh, at the end of that film, right? Yeah, because what? that was the butcher. No, they did. Put in the chop down. They definitely ate that pig afterwards as a celebration at the premiere. Are you sure? Yeah, look it up, Akos. <laughs> look it up. It's okay. true. We'll, we'll probably go in from that sharp cut to some quick cuts now. And we are going to take a look at some trailer talk. So, guys, I want you to get ready because we're going to look at some upcoming feature films that are out in a cinema now or in during the rest of 2019. And the first one we're going to take a look at is something called Five Feet Apart. Human touch. We need that touch from the one we love almost as much as we need air to breathe. I never understood that until I couldn't have it. It never fades away. This is my life with cystic fibrosis. Hi, Barb. I'm still looking at that thing out of my face. <laughs> what would I do without you? You'd die. <laughs> People with CF aren't supposed to get within six feet because we could end up catching each other's bacteria. You followed me. With the intent of introducing myself, I'm Will Newman. You're the kind of guy that ignores the rules because it makes you feel in control. Am I right? You're not wrong. You think that's cute? Do you think it's cute? There's no room in for fear. Do you know how lucky you are to be here? Nothing is going to save our lives. We're breathing borrowed air. These meds are not optional. Yeah, that's probably why they keep shoving them down my throat. <sighs> okay, we're going to do our treatments together, so that way I know you're actually doing them. Check on. Funny. Don't tell me the one time you're interested in some guy, he's also got CF. I just helped him set up his med cart. I know you, Stella. Organizing a med cart is like foreplay. <laughs> Six feet apart at all times. You both know the rules. You catch his infection and you can kiss new lungs goodbye. time I've been living for my treatments instead of doing my treatments so that I can live and I want to live. After all the CF is stolen from me, I don't mind stealing something back. 304 millimeters, 12 inches, one foot. Five feet apart. Are you in? So that was Five Feet Apart coming out in March 2019 and we've just seen a trailer. What do you think about that, guys? That perfectly summed up how I want my relationships to be. Like I would, strings coming out of your straws. No, 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 no. Five feet apart, no physical contact. I really? feel all of my relationships would last so much longer yeah. if I didn't get into physical contact with, 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 the, with the other person. Are you a scratcher? Is that what it is? You dig nails in? 
What are you doing? What? <laughs> no, I, cut, <laughs> I cut my nails quite regularly. What are you talking okay, about? Okay, I'm what just get... wondering what, what the physical contact issue is with you. In my last relationship, I actually practiced... Um... White Falcon's life. What's up? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, stop, stop. He's giggling now. He's gone. You've I actually him. practiced a no um, sexual for like six months. Yeah. And I felt much more better for it. You know, when they say on the internet, no contact, I think that means like, don't call somebody after they've dumped you. I don't think that means don't talk to them. While you're with them. them. While you're with, with them. them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That obviously, that film is designed to pluck at people's um, heartstrings. I don't know if it's for me, to be fair. You don't think it's for you? No. There was another film like this before where it was um, two yeah. sick people in school. Oh, sorry, <laughs> not school, in hospital. What was it called? 14 Hour Stars with... Um, A 14 Hour Stars, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's two very weird name, Shailene Woodles. I don't know how to say. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what was the film about? It was about was um, a, absolutely same story. What lung cancer? Is that yeah. cystic fibrosis? Is yeah. the condition in the story? Yeah, the four now stars come out in two thousand and fourteen. Yeah, seven point seven out of ten on IMDb. There's a lady in it called Shailene Woodley, <laughs> and there's Ansel Elgort, who's like now more famous for being a driver in Baby Driver. And this was like a two sick patients. They had cancer, but they can kiss them. though. That's the difference. Yeah. So, so do you think we've gone to the next level now of like uh, patient care here? Well, uh, how how can we um, illustrate love? I think they've st- they've reached the next stage. So so with these two, like their foreheads are together. Yeah. But in next stage, five feet apart. Five feet apart, yeah. and then the next stage after that is completely by Skype. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> I mean, the logline is a pair of teenagers with life-threatening illnesses meet in a hospital and fall in love. How does that make you feel? That thing makes you feel good. How does that make you feel, Kingdom? I don't think this is one for me. I'm with MKH on this one. I think there's a danger that they're using cystic fibrosis as a kind of dramatic device because they love each other, but they've got to be five feet apart. It's like a high concept movie, but that might be a bit exploitative. What on a signal? Yeah, they're both sick. They're both in the hospital. They both had the uh, straw, I keep saying straws, tubes going through their (laughs) noses. Sorry, I'm I'm in that hungry mood. That's what it is. Well, hungry for cocaine. Actually, do you know what it is? I was in Nando's earlier today and um, I was... Just using the <laughs> toilets. <laughs> no, Nando's haven't got straws. And um, oh, I, was, I was having a family meal. I was trying to explain to my mum why Nando's hasn't got straws in it. She was just like constantly like going around different parts of the uh, Nando's, the kitchen and the bar. What, to make sure there was... To just to find was... straws. Yeah, I, was, I felt at one point she was going to put an apron on and go into the kitchen <laughs> and like look in the cupboards. But yeah, that, that's why I got straws in my mind, sorry. But Akos, you... you, you... <laughs> You were saying something about... I was, co- I was connecting about this film, of this they your mum's story. I, I keep saying tubes, straws instead of tubes. That's why it's... Because five feet apart, they've got tubes up their nose. But Akash, you were going to say something about th- th- them both being sick, so you don't think it's exploitative because they're both sick? Yeah. I mean, well, I don't understand why is this... Exploitative? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the thing is, I feel it, would be more, it could be more exploitative if it was like a, a well person preying on a sick person who could probably be after that insur- life but, insurance. But the thing is, I think the analogy is probably about people meeting each other on the internet or online where you can't physically contact each other and getting to know each other in that kind of space, that personal space where physical contact doesn't exist, but you still got to make a connection. Yeah, and maybe using cystic okay, well, fibrosis what? as an analogy for that could <laughs> yeah, be exploitative. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think that's how they want people to, to buy their ticket because of the... 
This well, isn't the internet. This is cystic fibrosis. Because so you have to support it. Yeah, exactly. White but, Falcon's just in shock. Again. It's, it's somebody that's sick. It's not going to be, be more sick. I mean, what? There no, is a it, danger if you've got that disease, you can get another person's disease that's, that's not serious to them, anyway. but can be life-threatening for them. Because cystic fibrosis attacks your immune system. I think White Falcon's more worried about how is this an exploitative film. But I think it's preying on the sympathy of people who want to understand or don't understand or perhaps don't care enough about cystic fibrosis. And that's forcing people to go to cinema. And I think there's some inaccuracies about the disease and the treatment around it that a lot of people with um, cystic fibrosis have come at. Yeah, apparently it has been criticised by some groups for inaccuracies wow that is not good this has got a release date for like the 22nd of march so there isn't any time to kind of change or edit it and what's interesting is did these groups get that impression straight from the trailer or have they actually were they allowed to see the the release of the the film like a focus group yeah focus group I mean, surely they must have focus grouped it. Yeah. And they still released it. They don't give a fuck. That is funny, man. <laughs> These producers <laughs> don't care. <laughs> okay. Well, well coming back on, on to uh, the platform, uh, guys, if you are having to tell somebody, uh, the layperson on the street, is this a film that you would watch at the cinema, recommend to wait till it comes out online, or give it a miss? Starting with you, White Falcon. If I don't have to do nothing, I can see it, but I'm not going to run to watching cinema i'm not watching that really i just like the story you like the story but you're not watching it so where do no, you, where do no you I, I like the, the the aspect that you can fall in love with someone without physical contact but i don't need to go to see that in a film that's my life you're like a give it a miss definitely okay and kingdom where do you stand on it's this? it's a swerve from me although right. that said i think if people on the tube had to be five feet apart that would make my life a whole lot better <laughs> actually it would have been funny if it was a love story on a train station and somebody had to do that like a, a 90 minute journey between two passengers on the same station they had to stay five feet apart right. but that's another story i think a thought in our stars was enough for me i'm not sure if this is acted out any better. I think there there are issues talking about, okay, how do you fall in love or be romantic with people who are terminally ill, etc. But I think this feels like it's missing the boat uh, somewhere. So I'm going to be a give it a miss on this one. So I think we've got, was it three give it a misses? Yeah. And one passionate... Can you um, imagine that Akosh is actually going to go... Passionate guys to cinema. I'm not watching a cinema. Yeah. But if I have a... Free time, I'm going to watch online. How much free time do you need? Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) There's so many other things I would do before I would actually... It's it's two hours, don't worry. I would catch athlete's foot before I go and watch that film, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I think um, I'm going to... I'm sorry about this, White Falcon, but I'm going to have to give it an overall. We're giving it a miss because that's three votes to one. If you're listening at home or on your mobile device, I think you might hear the, uh, the spirit of the Lord is with us this evening as well because uh, we do have some humming and hawing in the background and uh, we've got like a mini choir very micro or micro choir in the background for you so we're going to go from the lords up above to the lords of chaos a new trailer coming out in february 2019 available on a uk release from march onwards here i am an average teenager, you may think. But you couldn't be more wrong. 
I am the founder of Mayhem, the most infamous black metal band in the world. We are the lords of chaos. You guys suck. Mom, tell her to get out. Life was easy back then. It was all about having fun, drinking beer, playing hard and loud music. And then everything changed. Varg, the lone wolf. I hereby appoint you bass player of mayhem. We have to take this to the next level. Now you said it yourself. We should burn them all down. If you do this, we're f He did it. A terror has swept across Norway. The police have described the murder as extremely violent. Either you do it for the cause, you take action, or you do it because you want attention. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> the suspect, known as the Count, has You pretend to be my friend so you can hit me off guard? Why do you care about him so much? I thought you were true Norwegian black metal. I invented it. And now you betray it. No. You had this dream, this vision. You were in control. You were a leader. You still be all of those things if you wanted to. Everyone around you are disgusting little insects. Let's go! Hi, Pellet's dad. We're going to the summer house and we would love it if you come. So, guys, what did you think about what we just saw there? Lords of Chaos, which is based on truth and lies, as the subheading yeah, says. This is a true story about a Nor Norwegian, Nor how can you say? A Norwegian, Norwegian band. Norwegian black metal uh, band around the 90s. They feel like sat satanic worshippers and one big fan of uh, The Crow starring Brandon Lee in this at the moment because of, because of the um, the white mask that the guy's got on the front. This seems to be like a film that actually has been doing around since 2018. It's set in the early 1990s based on the musician Euronymous adapting from a 1998 book by the same name. Now, I think one of the big issues with this film is that it's got Rory Culkin in it, which is Macaulay Culkin's brother. Right. And uh, was Rory Culkin the one that was in um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world? In a Shyamalan movie, in um, Sign. The oh, he's in Sign. Oh, he's the other Culkin brother. And Jack Kilmer, that kind of sounds suspiciously like Val Kilmer's son. Or I've relative. been unable to confirm that. Kingdom, what do you think about that trailer that you just saw? I have heard about this and then I'd forgotten I'd heard about this. So I was watching this and I didn't know the story at all. Um, so it kind of took a massive left turn for me, started out as like a kind of band on the road film and then suddenly got really dark with terrorism, possible satanic worship, possible white supremacy. I don't know if that's really in there, but that was hinted at, I think, in the trailer. And then there is the very, very distracting figure of Rory Culkin, who unmistakably looks like one of the Culkins, so possibly Macaulay Culkin wearing a wig. Yeah, so this is, it's not Home Alone 4 
like death metal has taken your children well, you know, away. I always felt like, you know, the character from Home Alone would turn out to be some kind of crazy survivalist. I mean, how could you not with a childhood like that? Mm. I mean, it didn't even happen once. It happened twice. Yeah. Oh, poor bastard living in a mansion in the suburbs. Exactly. <laughs> and he didn't even have, they didn't have social services called in once to kind of discuss the family's shortcomings. This Lords of Chaos film is kind of quite strange. It's like, it feels like it's not sure whether it's a horror movie or a, um, a thriller or kind of road movie. I mean, MKH, what are you seeing in this? It's disgusting. I can't believe you just made me watch that. I feel like I need to go and get baptised now. Wow. That is, go upstairs. That, that, what made that, you feel so unsanitary about it? That, that sent me left, that whole trailer. Mm. Like, j- just all the imagery. Don't get me wrong. I, I love that it's uh, made by Noisy and um, Vice um, Television and everything. But okay. what they're portraying right there, my yeah. goodness. That, whew. Do you, and, and that's in Norway. I, I mean, you're saying, you say my thought, good, what they're portraying. What is it that do you think they're portraying? I explain it to our listeners. I think Dom summed up quite neatly these people are satanic animals yeah. like the last shot was the guy holding a shotgun to his friend to, exactly his friend yeah. imagine what he's done to an enemy and he he burnt down the church okay you watch the same trailer as me didn't you yeah i mean i'm watching the same trailer but i'm, I'm just trying to he burnt down the church and was there murder in that as well did was he was he accused of murder by one of his bandmates i think so yeah Oh, yeah, no. Um, is this a true story? Do we, do we know? It's, fact. it's based on a book, so but I'm not sure. No, if, I don't it's think a true it's a story. Good. Yeah, so but is it all true? Because the, the tagline, the, the tagline is based says, on truth and lies, which is like a cute way to say some of it is made up. And I've noticed that's like an increasing trend now in films. They'll say something cute like, some of this is true, or this film is partly <laughs> true. And I think that trend has gone too far. Yeah, definitely. It would be interesting to know if, if this is based on a true story, because I'm surprised if that is because I thought Norwegians were better than that. It seems like what, what it is, there's the legend and the myth that they're trying to blend together in a kind of haphazard... Um, it seems like a spinal, a spinal Tap gone wrong kind of story. You know what? Gone I really, really wrong. Yeah. I, I was going to watch that film simply because of the mask, because the mask reminded me from, of Sting from WW, no, WCW oh, wrestling, well. and I love Sting. Okay. And now they've just destroyed my whole childhood. So this is, the, this is the, the white face with the black um, makeup on the, around the eyeballs. I think if I was going to watch this, I would probably want to wait to see this on the comes out on the internet. Oh, I'm no. not sure if I'd want to spend my money on this film because it feels like there'd be large half an hour sections of just stuff not going on and it would be just like mumblecore with Rory Culkin and some guys with long hair talking to him about how he may or may not have killed somebody and then smoking a joint. We, we know what gets you off. You want to watch this in the comfort of your room with just your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> because it might be boring stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. yeah. Boring stuff that I have to watch on my own. Whatever. Like, Don't come in, I'm reading. Exactly. <laughs> what do you think of this, White Falcon? I'm not sure I'm going to watch this film. I mean... Two kids falling in love, dying. That's your bag. But this, this, yeah. this, this is a step too far, yeah? There yeah. are limits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, I just want to come back to this. So this is a film with 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, White Falcon. And um, it's actually seems to have been released a long time ago. Brosnan is not bad. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it was released um, like in a, a whole year beforehand. So it looks like the, the UK release... 
um, might have had some additional trailers or dubbing. And it seems to be surviving on the idea that there's a lot of uh, famous musicians, right? like Sigur Ross appears to be the mm. music composer, and Jonas Ackerland actually has a... Um, Sigur Ross is my favourite band. Jonas Ackerland seems to have done quite a few uh, music videos. Why is Sigur Ross your favourite band, White Falcon? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Because the, this is to help the, our audience get to know you. I don't. I love that music. <laughs> you love that music. Yeah. Where, where, where are they from? Iceland. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? What was that? Oh, okay. We found like two things that Akosh likes in one but episode. The Shigur, <laughs> the Shigur Ross is absolutely not a black matter music. I mean. Um, yeah, I think it's a collaboration thing. That's what I think. Because the thing is, it's, it's also by Scott Free Production. So that's um, Tony Scott and Ridley Scott's, I think, uh, production company. So it's, it feels like. This is like an experimental project, but I'm I'm not sure if it's something that I would want to watch <laughs> in cinema. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it a rating of uh, this is something I'd watch online. How about yourself, uh, MKH? Um, no, I'm gonna give it a miss. You're gonna give it a miss. Okay, Kingdom, what's your rating for Lord of Chaos? I'm veering towards giving this one a miss. White Falcon, what's your rating for this one? I I, I don't want to watch this. You don't want to watch this. Okay, so this is two give it a misses uh, in a row, which is, we're making geek sweat history here. So, um, Lord of Chaos, if you see that title, walk the other way or switch it off <laughs> your internet and read a book. Uh, we're going to dip in for number three now, and we're going to look at something called Captive State. It looks like it's got John Goodman in it. I want a lawyer. Those days are gone. Baby brother. You gotta pick a side. Hello, Gabriel. I want a lawyer. You and I both know those days are gone. You have a choice to make. Work for me. Or wind up like your father. Turn around! We don't have much time. Before first contact, we were fighting amongst ourselves. We needed the legislators to show us a better way. They're protecting us from anarchy. Tell our friends down below. They got our full operational support. Harmony, peace. It's a lie. They gonna take everything. What do you want me to do? As long as we fight back, we got a chance. Big money, playboy, your time's up. We're facing a full-blown insurgency known as Phoenix. Put your hand up. The network's communicating. They're playing at something big. Made you love. The team goes tonight. You ready? No one gets taken alive. Hello, Gabriel. You have a job to do. I've got a plan. I have faith in you. Light a match. Ignite a wall. I can take the risk. Get back to the way that things used to be. It's like I said. 
Those days are gone. Time's up. So that was Captive State. It's out in March 2019. And I was right. It's got John Goodman in it. How did that make you feel, guys? What do you think you just saw just now? I do know a bit about this film. I wouldn't know much about it had I only seen the trailer. It's um, interesting, though, that um, John Goodman's done this type of film because he was previously in um, there was a sequel to The Cloverfield where everyone had to go yes, into yes, the basement yes. shelter. Basement so this is like interesting that he's doing a sci-fi film again. The director is Rupert Wyatt, yeah. who directed the Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Rise of the Planet of the Apes, okay. Yeah. Rupert Wyatt, Rise of the Planet of the Apes was probably one of the more interesting big-budget blockbusters of recent years. I'd say some interesting ideas in there. And although I don't think the trailer reflected this, I do know that this is like some kind of high-concept sci-fi film in which aliens are already on Earth. There's some kind of very complex situation where humans have to coexist with aliens, which sounds like an interesting concept. Although I'm not sure what I can say because none of that's reflected in the trailer. Yeah, because we've seen this in kind of like War of the Worlds, uh, like Aliens and a floating castle in the sky. I think there's another film called Skyline as well, which is another yeah. castles in the sky, aliens who kind of dominated the earth and like getting people like worried and threatened. And again, in Independence Day. Because I'll just read the um, captive state logline, uh, according to IMDb. Set in a Chicago neighborhood, nearly a decade after an occupation by an extraterrestrial force, captive state explores the lives on both sides of the conflict, the collaborators and the dissidents. I mean, looking at the trailer, I kind of got the feeling that there's, you've, you're with us or against us. Like there's a group of humans who've accepted the occupation of uh, the aliens. And there seem to be like a lot of hip hop artists who are just hanging out on the street and <laughs> being urban, deciding, no, we're going to fight this. So MKH, what do you think is going on? No idea. And after you, hearing you guys talk, I still have no idea what this film's about. But I will say, I will say that I absolutely love John Goodman. Yeah. And maybe it's only me, but every time I see him in a film, I think, yeah. oh shit, he's still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every yeah. time I think yeah. he died. I, I, no, I, he's he's not John Candy. No, no, that's what I was speaking. But that yeah, still gets me. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I love John Goodman. So anything he's in, I'm willing to give it try and I love the diversity in this film also it's funny that from that trailer all, all of the suits were, were white dudes and all of the people in the street were black people yeah that that kind of like the resistance yeah, starts I was like, oh, with shit. ethnic minorities yeah, <laughs> yeah. so um, that was quite interesting to see no idea what this film's about I know it's about aliens John, John Goodman's in it plus that that, that hot woman from um, actually I shouldn't say that that's, hot woman. that's toxic isn't it I shouldn't really say you that you said it and EZE recorded it did we get that on tape <laughs> EZE <laughs> But that now we can keep it. No, keep it. No, that that woman. We need <laughs> we need to know that lactose intolerant people are yeah. also a little bit sexist. Too. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that <laughs> that female actor from the only film I know her from is The Departed, and also the female actor in Captive State. Yeah. Yeah, and, and also, I'm going to try and bring, save save your skin here and bring up her name. Vera Farmiga. Is the is Vera Farmiga is the blonde lady? Yeah. She was also uh, I think she played the mother in. Um, the Psycho TV series? What Psycho she? TV? Yeah, yeah. The, the Bates. The, the Bates Hotel. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but she, she was in Departed and also yeah, the, one of the... Vera Farmiga was in The Departed? 
Yeah, the, the as a cop. No, no, no. Oh, she was a psychologist. Was a doctor, oh psychologist. yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio's one. Yeah, and, um, I think she was also in a horror movie as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Conjuring. Yeah. 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 So she's having like a really good run at the moment. But the well, I mean, uh, interesting uh, enough. <laughs> can I just say something? I know um, for everybody who's listening, uh, MKH is like fluffing his lines over what what Vera Farmiga's name is. But ironically, she's actually called Jane Doe in this actual film. <laughs> Which is like the anonymous name for um, obviously dead people. No, I wasn't fluffing my lines over her name. I just, yeah. I didn't know her name. I just knew what film she was in. And you thought she was sexy. Yeah, can't I say that anymore? No, that's cool. I just is wanted that, to get that, that too you... toxic for you? No, that's cool. I can handle but that. She was in a search code or on the... Um... Source code or search yeah. code? Source code. Source code. Source okay. code. I, I'm looking at it and it's like, it felt like if 50 Cent had walked around the corner with one of them guns from the men in black like cupboard case and start shooting things i would have said yeah this is totally normal so it's like i'm not sure what to expect from this film but like the um the skyline film it seems like it seems like the sci-fi special effects are kept in a distance so it's going to be like an unseen alien enemy type of thing going on here i thought i saw an alien in that no i, thought, I saw an alien ship no, i saw an alien oh, that with yeah. spikes yeah. with spikes yeah, 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 yeah spikes yeah. all over him okay okay yeah, well, also was, was it the um, John Boyega? John Boyega. Oh, the attack the block. block. Yeah, yeah, something, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, oh block. yeah, where they kind of they kind of hid the alien, but they made yeah, it a spiky yeah. entity with yeah, like yeah. very visible and camouflage. Yeah. Okay, so um, I, I want to just do one callback on the John Goodman thing because um, John Candy, uh, uh, God rest his soul, he actually passed away in fourth uh, of March, nineteen ninety four. So we're actually coming up to the anniversary of his death, funny enough. He was he was in that Kung Fu film, right? No, that's um <laughs> Chris Farley. No, that's oh, Chris Farley. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace to both of those guys. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. But John Candy was like slightly funnier, I thought. But uh, Trains Planes and Automobiles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he was in Home Alone, wasn't he? Uncle yes. Buck. Yeah, in Home Alone. Was, yeah, yes, yeah, he was yes. an uncle. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. he had a brief Was he in Home Alone? Yeah, he was in Home Alone. Yes. Uh, it must have been like a small cameo, yeah. Yeah, but I think he's the truck driver who with the band, oh, yeah, 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 with yeah, the band, yeah. the polka band, making it a John Candy free zone. Uh, what what do we want to do with this film? What do you recommend, guys? I think Rupert Wyatt as a director deserves to be cut some slack after Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Um, this has got some intriguing ideas, although it looks like a right old mess from the trailer. I'm gonna say it's worth at least a watch on the internet. Yeah, I'm waiting for that to come out on Netflix. I need the privacy of my own bedroom for yeah. that film. <laughs> for John Candy or Vera Farmiga. Yeah. Or both. John Goodman. You, you kind of sound like you'd be more embarrassed being seen watching this than watching pornography. Lots of tissue. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it sounds like you'd rather have people know that you're watching pornography than watching this film. Actually, you know what? I'm definitely not going to see that in the cinema. they got fucking Machine Gun Kelly in it. Oh, no. Who was there? There's some he was, um, silly Machine rapper. Machine Gun Kelly's like a rapper who's had some beef with Eminem. And he in, was like, in that Netflix months. film with the, with the blindfolds. Uh, Bird oh, Box. yeah, Bird, Bird Box. Box. <laughs> Come on, man. No, I can't go and watch that in the cinema with him in it. Come Have on. you just downgraded a rating in the middle of doing your rating? Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not his name there. No, forget okay. that. <laughs> um, okay, so, <laughs> so I think this is another Geek Sweat first. We've just relegated this. Uh, I'm really sorry, uh, Rupert Wyatt, but um, I think MKH has just <laughs> trashed your film. 
with your casting. Shouldn't have cast Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Ben Daniels, yeah, he got away with it. But um, and Lawrence Grimm. But yeah, Machine Gun Kelly. That's why I draw the line. Too much. I'm, I'm 100% sure I'm going I'm to watch this film, but I'm not going to go to the cinema, uh, for sure. So I feel like we've got two internets and one not at all. Me personally, isn't, there's no wow factor in a sci-fi film, but for me, it feels like it it could throw up something unexpected and John Goodman's in it. So I might wait to watch this on the internet. So I think for anyone listening at home, uh, for the feature film called uh, Captive State, which unfortunately has 5.8 out of 10 currently on IMDb, it's out at the end of March and it's available in the UK to watch at the cinema. And we are recommending you watch it when it comes out online. Anything to say before we close out the show? Um, I'm hungry. Well, You're hungry? Yeah, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make you a smoothie hmm. in a moment. Open the cupboard somehow. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get... Well, you, yeah. got, I think, you think I've got a particular set of skills the, the, to break into you're stuff? Having, you're having inside yeah. the closed cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very funny story, but um, unfortunately, MKH's refreshments are locked inside a cabinet. <laughs> like One a day we'll boy. tell you that story. <laughs> <laughs> MKH, you've been the naughty, naughty boy. Uh, without further ado, um, we've got to bring this show to an end, or as we used to say, we've got to land the plane. Thanks to our presenters, King Dom. Goodbye. White Falcon. Take care, guys. And MKH. See you later. Uh, I've been your host, TJ. Uh, you were listening to Geek Sweat, and we've been sound recorded quite ably by EDE. Hey and if you want to support our podcast by generating an interview question being a guest or simply becoming a sponsor or if you've just got general inquiries please feel free to email film at instigateonline.com Geek Sweat is available currently on CastBox also iTunes, Stitcher, Acast and Spotify, yeah, them as well loads of places so um, just type in Geek Sweat G-E-E-K-S-W-E-A-T and you should be able to find us we'll have more in store so feel free to rate and review us inside your podcast platform of your choice this podcast thrives on listeners so thank you for sharing your ears to show you we care we watch watch films films to save you hassle. hassle